Welcome, 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 Lake Highlands community. We're back. This is the Lake Hooplands podcast with Brendan and Scott. I, of course, am Scott. I am Brendan, and I've got a hot tamale in between the two of us. Oh, he's fired up. Coach Joe Duffield is here. Fired up. It's March. We're still playing basketball, so a lot to be excited about. 16 teams left. No doubt about it. The Sweet 16. The Lake Hooplands podcast, of course, is presented by Tritex Cabinets, www.tritexcabinets.com for all of your custom cabinet needs, whatever neighborhood you live in. You might be listening to this in, you know, Terrytown. That's in Austin. I know. They might do some cabinets down there. They don't care. I'm sure they do. They're fin- They're fantastic. I don't believe that they will need a cabinet for their uh, gold balls. I mean, this is gold ball season like I've never seen before. Gold ball season. How come th- they should, like, uh, regurgitate those a little bit? Don't do you think? Just reuse they? them? No. I don't know. Well, then the schools don't get them. That's dumb. I don't know. They all kind of look alike. That's the me. worst idea you've had on this podcast. You've had a lot of them. Well, this this might be uh, a long show, then. I've got several <laughs> bad ideas. <laughs> all right. Well, let's get into it. Uh, thank you, of course, Coach Joe, for being here. We are going to have a special guest at the end of the episode here. Uh, point guard extraordinaire. New North Texas mean green verbal commit basketball player Jalen Washington will be on with us. So that's very exciting for us. But let's talk about Ellis Davis Fieldhouse and Arlington Martin, which was the regional quarterfinal that we participated in on Tuesday night. I'll say uh, great facility. That place is cool. Yeah, I like yeah. the facility a lot. Coach, you liked it too? Yeah, I love that that gym and, and field house. And um, the football field is super nice. Is that um, Pennington Field? Kincaid, oh, uh, Kincaid Stadium is the okay. name of the football stadium there. Um, but, no, I, I've had a lot of good experiences at Ellis Davis uh, as an assistant coach at Brian Adams and Lake Highlands. We, we played there in district games. Um, when I was a coach in Austin, I used to bring my teams up to Dallas for the Coca-Cola tournament. And I uh, had some really good games there at Ellis Davis. Um, it was fun to see some old Dallas people. Uh, coach Graham, the old coach at Skyline, was there. Mr. Pritchett, a lot of people aren't going to know who these people are, but he he's the announcer that has announced announced Texas relays for like 50 years. He did announcing at North Texas. He's turning 90 this year, um, and he announced the game. So that was an honor to have him there. Wow. But, um, no, I love all the Dallas ISD field houses. They all have so much rich history. Um, so many great players that came through Dallas played in those places. And then Ellis Davis is kind of the newer one. I think it was built in 2005. But, um, no, great venue. And, and we packed it out. I mean, so thankful for everybody from Lake Highlands that came out. Uh, students, student section was awesome. Uh, fans, parents, uh, just another really great experience for our kids. And I think, you know, playing there, playing at SMU, you know, um, even Louisville was great as well. It's all three of those are great venues to help us moving forward. It was loud and there were a, there was a lot more standing than I think in any other round so far. Like people were up super into it. Uh, let's get into what can um, tangentially be described as a basketball game, uh, more of a game of keep away as Arlington Martin uh, with their fight against Louisville. I'll just recap. They had a fight against Louisville Friday night in the area final game. Uh, many of their players that were on the bench stepped onto the court, I believe all. Yep. Uh, in UIL, if there's an altercation on the court and you are on the bench and you put a foot on the floor, 
you are automatically ejected from that game. If you are ejected from that game, you are also required to miss the following game. Uh, so run us through what the machinations behind the scenes were, as I believe they filed some sort of temporary restraining order trying to get those guys back into the game. Yeah, I don't think there was any kind of restraining order filed or anything like that. They were going to abide by what the UIL decided. Um, it, it, I don't really want to go too much into this because I think the story of – last night needs to be about the Lake Highlands Wildcats. 100%. And, um, you know, it was a little frustrating to me that in some of the media, you know, the story wanted to be all about kind of woe is me, Arlington Martin, um, and, and feeling sorry for them for, you know, not following the rules. And, you know, I, I kind of went back with our kids to our game at Lancaster last year. And uh, when I was a high school basketball player at Plano East, Steve Adair and Tom Quigley are our two coaches. Um, they always stressed our, our motto at Plano, Plano East was winning with class. And uh, if any of you were at the Lancaster game, um, you know, after Arlington Martin beat us, they rushed the floor. They flipped off our student section and fans, um, throwing up middle fingers, um, telling us to get the F out of the gym. I heard there was a um, cheerleader altercation as well. Cheerleaders were disrespectful. Uh, it's just not the way you act. And so when we fast forward to this year and we start seeing some of the video of the fight and them running on the court and pumping up the crowd and being excited about the fight, um, I don't feel sorry for them, you know, and, and I don't think the story needs to be, oh, feel sorry for Arlington Martin. They still had four of their best players out there on the floor. Um, and you know what? You know, it, you got to be responsible for your actions. And I was proud of our guys for the way we won with class. And, um, you know, this is not our final destination. Uh, that, that was another game. Uh, we're still trying to get somewhere we want to go. Uh, but I'm proud of our program and how we represent the Lake Highlands community. And, uh, you know, I, I think karma is a real thing. Uh, well said. Uh, and it goes back to the thing we talked about in the last pot around accountability, right? You got to have self-accountability for the way that you act. And the fact that you've put that into the program, uh, the guys have really responded to it and they're taking it all to heart. I mean, I saw it in Jair in the SMU uh, in the game against Plano East when he got kneed in the head. He looked like he wanted to get up and get into it and he calmed down immediately. He said, this is not for the team. Like, uh, this is not for, about me or me getting kneed in the head. Got up, kept his calm, stayed in the game played really hard and, and did well. So it all goes back to that accountability, I think. And, and absolutely. I mean, this is a win. This is not a Arlington Martin loss. This is a Lake Highlands win for sure. So they did play keep away. Um, that was their strategy, having only five rotation varsity players and everybody else on the bench being JV. Uh, lots of booze. <laughs> like lots of booze. Like everybody brought that into the building. <laughs> Not booze. Because I with certainly a Z. didn't have any. <laughs> booze with a Z. <laughs> booze with an S. Uh, Thirteen to seven after the first qu first quarter. Uh, yeah, we need twenty a shot to clock. seventeen at halftime. It's time for the shot clock. It is time for the shot clock. If this podcast does anything, it's going to get Quentin to SMU and uh, TA UIL to get a shot clock. And you were about to say TABC <laughs> about the booze. Now. Now, because I, I can maintain focus on this a little bit, um, what do you do? Uh, how, do, how do we get to a point where we see a shot clock in high school basketball? 
It, what, what are the steps? It's coming. So there's several states that, that already operate with a shot clock. Um, my first year coaching high school basketball was 2002 in California, and they had a shot clock then. And there's a lot of people that say, oh, it's so difficult. You have to get more workers. You have to you know, pay all this money. It's really not. I mean, we were operating that way. One person even at times did both jobs, ran the clock, ran the shot clock. Uh, it's, it's not difficult. We're doing our kids a disservice. You know, uh, you know, we have a lot of kids that are going on to play college basketball. Why not prepare them for the way it's going to be in college? Why not prepare them for the way it's going to be at professional basketball? Uh, and and also, uh, you know, there was a game in Oklahoma this year that was four to two. Who wants to pay money and go watch basketball like that? Four to two. Um, who wants to watch the way that some of the game went last night? I mean, these are great players on both teams. Um, you know, it is time for a shot clock. And I, I say that the UIL has work it, been working on it. Um, they've been doing surveys. Uh, it, it's coming. It's just when. It's just a matter of time. So uh, we're really looking forward to when that does happen. I mean, if you had to ballpark it, would we say within the next three years kind of a I timeline? Think, I think five is probably okay. very realistic. Within the next five years, I think we'll definitely have a shot clock. Well, is that just a process by which they vote on it, or does someone have to, like, <laughs> you know, put a bill into motion <laughs> type of deal. Yeah, a lot of things with the UIL at times do start with bills. Um, I know it's already been – it's on the – it's been on the agenda several times. Um, what will probably happen is they'll probably pilot it out, you know, say like, hey, we're just going to do 6A, 5A this year, or um, we're just going to do it here and there and see how it goes, and then from there they'll probably Im- implement it all the way down. Um, yeah, everything, everybody loves to try things that already work in other places. Yes. <laughs> just get it done. Just do it. It's the right thing for the game. It's the right thing for the kids. I, I seriously think if we're seeing kids shoot three-pointers from just inside half court, we can handle a shot clock. I think they're okay. I think they're big yeah. enough for that. Yeah. So I'm going to ask Jalen this question uh, later, but I'll, I'll sort of frame it in uh, Cordelius Jefferson, who's going to Houston, Arlington Martin player. Like how do, how does how do you think he feels about the game plan last night? You know, for for Martin, it, it, he's not he was not out there to play basketball. He was out there yeah. to handle the ball and pass it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that was definitely a big factor in the way the game started. We were not expecting that. Um, you know, maybe should have expected that more with them being a little bit shorthanded. But um, they don't ever play that way. I mean, they're they're built on their depth. They're built on playing fast. They're built on shooting the ball quick many times. Um, so, no, I don't think they loved it. Did it give them a better chance to win the game? Yes, it did. Um, so, you know, I think that's a good strategy on the coach's part. But at the same time, yeah, I mean, uh, Cordelius Jefferson, great player. Um, you know, Trey Johnson did a fantastic job on him, as did our whole team. He, he didn't score a point. Right. Um, all right. Samson, um, he had a little bit of tough first half, I thought. He had some drops. But, man, they were grabby. Like yeah. lots of hands and just on the arms and yep. stuff that you could see from the, I mean, I'm literally with the same perspective as the ref. I'm like, he's literally holding his arm. Um, and every chance they got, they forced him to defend basically from midcourt to the basket. Let's, let's get him out yeah. to the perimeter. So what was kind of the thought with leaving Samson out there so far from the basket? Yeah, I mean, a couple times it was on us. You know, he didn't get the right matchup. And that, um, you know, as coaches and players, we've got to do a better job of making sure he's he's in the right matchup first. And then second, um, a lot of teams have done that to us this year. Highland Park, um, Richardson, um, too, that definitely did that quite a bit. 
And, uh, you know, I'm proud of Sampson and how much he's developed as a defender. You know, he got beat a couple times, but for someone that's 6'10", to be able to sit down in a stance and move his feet. And to even be the out there. Um, you know, he, he's he's not your typical 6'10 big. Mm -hmm. I mean, he can move, he can he can run and jump, he has good feet and hands. Um, and so, and I, I just love, you know, every time Sampson's being put into these positions where he's got to do that, it's only making him better, you know. And, and, you know, we, we even looked at some things on film today where if he just does things a little bit better with his on-ball defense, um, you know, he's going to be even tougher. Um, and, we, we yeah, do you leave him in the game? That's the question, right? Do you leave him in the game? Do you go small? Um, but, you know, he gives us <clears throat> such a presence around the rim and his ability to finish, you know, is, is another level too. So we want to keep him out there um, however we can. Beautiful segue because he did play a great second half. And Absolutely. he had some serious crowd-pumping dunks in there. Mm -hmm. Jalen had a couple of nice lobs to him. Had a huge block. Uh, very yeah, late in the, in the fourth quarter. Half, yeah. yeah, very late in the fourth quarter. Put one off the backboard that was just massive. Um, a lot of coaches in the stands. Uh, and by coaches, I mean fans who think <laughs> they can do your job. Sure. Uh, more than I've heard this season. But maybe that's a factor of where we set. Maybe that's a factor of how deep we're getting into these uh, playoffs. But one thing that we've seen you do all season is when a team is going to go slow and, and hold the ball, you press, you get out in transition. What made you wait until the second half to sort of get that emphasized in the game plan? Yeah, I mean, uh, mostly uh, Arlington Martin. Um, you know, we, we went into the game expecting them to play one way. We weren't expecting them to go four corner and spread it out. Um, so, you know, that was the first part of it. The second part of it is, you know, it's dangerous to press teams that have really good guards and really shoot the ball and knock down open shots. You know, you don't want to give great teams wide open looks. Um, and so for us as a coaching staff, that's that's probably something that we are always looking at is that trade off. You know, are you okay with giving up a couple open looks here and there? to get the tempo that you want or to get the pace of the game how you want it. And so, um, yeah, and I, I think you, you bring up a good point in that we've we've been through this before. Um, you know, Pierce did a really good job of it at J.J. Pierce of, of just really slowing the game down and um, and we're having to make those decisions. What You know, do we start scrambling? Do we start running some different things and trying to speed the game up? Um, Highland Park at times definitely did it. Um, so that was a message to our kids at halftime. It's like, look, guys, we we know how to do this. We've, we've done this in these occasions throughout the season. People have done this to us before, and we worked through it. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, that was one of the big messages in the second half. And the guys just came out ready to go in the third quarter. And this guy sitting over here, Jalen, you know, helped spark us. And um, Trey was amazing. Samson and Q got some good stuff from Warren and Jair and Logan and, and – uh, and uh, proud of how the team finished. Let's talk about halftime real quick. Um, the it was noticeable, obviously, that that things were said at halftime. One of the telltale signs to me was Arlington Martin was out shooting five minutes before you guys left the locker room. Uh, I imagine their coach said to him to to excuse me to their team, "Hey, we did every single thing that we set out to do. We're actually we have a lead at half. We couldn't ask for better results." What was the um, environment like in in the Wildcat locker room? Yeah, not not super pleasant. Uh, <laughs> we were not happy with how things were going. Um, 
But I, I don't – there's no panic. Um, this team is very experienced. This team um, is very tough. Uh, they have a lot of confidence. They believe in each other. They believe in us as coaches. And so there's no panic. It was more about, like, look, let's, let's think about this. We've been here before. We know what we need to do. You know, these are the things that we need to adjust, and let's go do it. And, uh, and then, um, you know, everybody came out and, and, and responded. And that's what it's all about. I mean, when you get this far in the playoffs, everybody's good. I mean, you, these, the last two teams we've played won 30 games. Um, there's basketball coaches who coached their career for 30, 40 years and never have a 30-win season. I mean, these are really, really good basketball teams. And so, they're, you know, they're not just going to roll over, and, and you've got to beat them. And so, um, you know, that, those are the things that we talked about, and the kids responded great. I want to critique their coach a little bit. Um, <laughs> Do it. As I, as I did a little bit last night in the stands, which I think I got the crowd pumped up a little, at least those, those sitting around me. Most of the crowd listens to you. Yeah, that's really what it is. Uh, no, no, <laughs> about my criticism openly and, and, and why it's pointed in that particular way. Uh, my my, uh, what do they call it? A compliment sandwich. Okay, go. Will be that that was a great game plan by him. Yep. That was the only chance that they had to win, and I get that a hundred percent. And to prepare yourself as a team to Jekyll and Hyde, yeah, uh, in that quick of a time, I was really impressed with that. What I was not impressed with. Who is the Chris Mack lookalike that was in his pocket the whole game? That has to be against the rules. I don't think you can have a coach standing by. I mean, would you like it if He's Dominique like Kirk? Back coach. Yeah, would you? No, but it was worse than that. I think they're dating. I mean, the guy was in his pocket. Would you like it if Dominique Kirk was like up on your hip the entire game? How do they get away with that? I thought you couldn't have like an egregious number of coaches standing during yeah. the entire game. And I'm like, you know I'm right about this. Yeah. I couldn't get over it. Uh, I wasn't paying attention over there, so I didn't see that as, as much as you may have. Uh, you know, there are definitely refs who, who police the sideline a lot, like coaches box or, hey, you can't be standing up. You know, my issue with that is, hey, there's a game going on over there. Why are we worried Watching about the coaches, the coaches yeah. or the pinch? Right. Let Brendan um, worry about that. Yeah, but, let uh, me. I'd be great. Yeah, I, I can do the shot clock um, and I can police the coaches. Yeah. Yeah, Chris Mack is a great coach. If that's his his brother or something, I don't know. They, they, do they, they not uh, look like identical? I go, what's I, Chris? Well, he yeah. was disgraced at Louisville. I was like, hey, man, times are tough. Maybe he's rolling down at Arlington Martin. Yeah. He did cross center court a couple of times as well. And I'm just one of those guys that think, hey, I, go have your temper tantrums in your own box. That's sure. what it's there for. Um, so that that was just kind of my two, point, two cents on their coaching. But, again, complimentary, hey, he, he – he, put that yeah. tempo out there exactly like he meant to you, do it that's not a compliment you have to have a different compliment for the compliment sandwich it's more of an open face well i thought he sandwich. i thought he, which I, I actually like those better i thought Especially he looked, for the opponent i know you really don't like it when i give kudos to the other team i that's get right. that <laughs> but the other compliment i'll say he was very clean cut and he did his hair very well there you go. <laughs> wow that was good no, that's good a part that's all right so lake highlands comes out 10-2 run in the third quarter to take the lead and kind of held the, the rest of the game but Cordelius Jefferson fouls out late third. Is that right? Yeah, I don't remember if it was late third or early Well, I thought fourth. it was early fourth. It was, I think it was, it was fourth. Yeah, early. No, it's not oh, like no, it. no, it was late third. You're right. Yeah. Because they went to the, the quarter timeout, and I was like, this this kid on JV is is probably quaking a little bit. And I was like, cool, he fouled out, but he wasn't really doing anything anyway. <laughs> so it's like, all right, fine. But you do get somebody from the JV on the, on the floor again. Jalen 
Washington is like my favorite ball handler of all time. Not just because he's sitting in this room. Uh, it, it's He's such a critical asset to killing a game like that. Jaden Juarez for Martin can absolutely D up. Um, he's, mm-hmm. He was in yeah. a lot of pockets all night long. Very good player. And Jalen being able to uh, handle that pressure was really key. Like I said, he had a couple of great lobs to Samson. One I think was a little in between a lob and a shot. Going to do a little bit. Oh, it's off the rim. Oh, no. Uh, but really, really played a great game. Trey, of course, 26 points, 14 in the second half, 12 for 12 from the free throw line. Quentin, such a solid game overall. A couple of steals again. Uh, and he really closed well in the fourth quarter. In kind of a little run there, he hit a three. He had a runner in the lane. And then he gets two really big free throws at the end of the game. Lake Islands missed zero free throws in that game. That's an actual stat. I'm pretty sure it was a stat in a couple of games ago when I talked about it, but that's an actual stat today. Yeah, 16 for 16. Uh, no, I, I think, you know, we were on here talking just the other night after the Plano East game about the fourth quarter and how the game got tight and everybody, you know, I see people, you know, oh, why, how is it so close? To the, you know, and, and just proud of our guys for coming out and finishing the fourth quarter the way we know how. And uh, knocking down free throws, taking care of the ball, executing stuff, playing good defense. That um, was really important for us to do that. And, um, you know, are just proud of each and every one of them for how they executed down the stretch. Quentin's defensive uh, intensity in the fourth quarter was so noticeable. Yeah. I mean, he was trying to get – he tried to steal a ball through the guy's legs. Did yes, you see yes, that? I, I love <laughs> that. <laughs> It was great. Um, All right, so we move on to the regional semifinals where Lake Highlands has not advanced to since 2004. Uh, So we're talking about 19 years of basketball, and we are deeper than we've been, and we are very excited about it. So That's when George W. Bush landed on the aircraft carrier and they tried to to play the 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 Michigan Michigan State State game. game. (laughs) (laughs) So Friday night in Fort Worth at 6 p.m., Wilkerson Grinds Activity Center uh, will be Lake Highlands against North Crowley. Uh, if we can take care of that Friday night, quick turnaround, Saturday at 1 p.m. will be the regional final. So this is when, obviously, the playoffs get crazy. Um, you've got very, very good teams, clearly. And having two regional final game or regional, regional games back-to-back, it's you kind of got a scheme for three teams. I mean, obviously, you, most of the install is going to be on North Crowley, but the quick turnaround for either Hebron or Trophy Club has to bring them at least in the film room, right? Sure, yeah. We we I mean, our focus right now is, all, is solely on North Crowley, but uh, one of the best things about our program and this team is we have an unbelievable coaching staff. And so, um, you know, a couple of those guys are – We've given one of those other teams to particular coaches for them to go do the homework on, and then you know, if we're fortunate enough to to be playing that game, they'll they'll kind of be in charge of that, and and we'll shift gears immediately, and then and then we'll be able to watch them too. So we're going to play the six o'clock game, and then at eight o'clock, Hebron and Byron Nelson will play each other, and so we'll get a live scout. I will be a Joe T. Garcia's. There you go, <laughs> cash only. Cash only. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. That's why I'm here. Uh, <laughs> North Crowley is. 31-6, and six, they beat Keller in overtime uh, Tuesday night, 80-78. K.D. Davis scored 25, Kamoni Sieber added 23, and 
Notable for Keller, actually, Brooks Barr scored 41 points. That's a boatload of points in a in a regional semifinal or quarterfinal game. But North Crowley has a 17-game win streak, and uh, it's really nothing new, I guess. Coach uh, Brakel's squad has won 27, or this is amazing, 27 games or more in nine consecutive seasons, and they actually played in the regional finals last season. So what are you seeing from the North, Cal- North Crowley squad? Yeah, Coach Brackle is a really, really good coach. Um, he opened North Crowley, uh, has been there the entire time, uh, always has, you know, very disciplined, great defensive teams. Um, you know, this is no different. Uh, you know, we we have gotten into them pretty well, and they're going to be a challenge for us. And, um, you know, I, I just know our guys will be ready. But, um, you know, they do have a lot of experience in, in, in regionals, and so – um, they did play there at, at Wilkerson Grinds. It was smart by them and Keller to do that. Um, and, yeah, you mentioned uh, Brooks Barr for Keller, really talented player. He's one of Jalen's AAU teammates uh, this summer, so I watched him a lot when I was watching Jalen. But uh, he fouled out <clears throat> in overtime, and that, that definitely hurt Keller's chances. But, um, yeah, North, North Crowley is going to be another good test, and that's what it's all about this time of year. No, no game is going to be easy at this point, so – um, we got to get our guys ready, and, and, and it'll be a lot of fun. What kind of tempo do they typically employ, which I know doesn't always mean everything considering <laughs> what we just looked at. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're more of an up, we're getting up and down team. Um, they do like to spread you out and take you off the dribble a little bit, so we'll see some of that. On the other side of the bracket, I don't think we'll have a podcast between the two games as, if we advance, uh, and so let's talk just a touch. And, uh Hebron, as we discussed in the last pod, the upset Kings, uh, they beat Allen in the first round. They beat Plano in this last round to get here, um, beat Richardson in between. But they've got it on lockdown, man. They held Allen to 48. They held Richardson to 34, and they held Plano to 38. I mean, that's playing some defense. Um, You know, some of the things that I just kind of took out of the article is they've got a senior forward named Reed Pope who absolutely blanketed Plano four-star forward Justin McBride. And there, and so I'm thinking, this is uh, the defense on Samson, right, or or the defense on Trey. Basically, keep the ball out of people's hands that can beat you. Um, and and so I think that that's maybe something that Hebron will employ. Trophy Club Byron Nelson beat Wolfer Friendship 56-54. They will play Hebron. Um, Butler signee Finley Bizjack, who's the Dallas area leading scorer, he had 24. Was 12 for 15 from the free throw line in the fourth quarter. Pretty solid. Uh, Jacob McDonald made four three-pointers. So they got some shooters. He shot uh, 15 over. free throws in the fourth quarter? Yeah. Wow. Okay, that's a lot. Yeah, they're a good team. Uh, Finley was uh, Sampson's AU teammate, so I watched him a lot in AU when he played with Sampson. Uh, really good player, good scorer. Uh, we played him at uh, OU team camp in the summer. Um, and then, yeah, Hebron's been on a roll, so that, that should be a really good game. So we will board the yellow dog, not we, you I, will. I'm certainly not going to get on one. <laughs> uh, Friday, what time What time is the squad leaving? Uh, we will leave Friday morning from Lake Highlands, uh, actually at 9.30. Uh, if anyone wants to come out and help send us off, uh, uh, we have a shoot around at Wilkerson Grinds at, at 11 a.m., so... Um, yeah, we'll be heading over then. So I will maybe, be there. Maybe you should. Maybe you guys should leave at six thirty, just just to be safe to get there on time for the shoot around. What do you? We'll do you, see. Brendan thinks it's really far and it's going to be very difficult. To I get know to that it's really far. It's going to be 
awfully taxing on myself to get there. I'll get there. Don't worry. I'll figure out a way. <laughs> However, I do driver. want all the... Yeah, but so what? That doesn't have anything to do with time. <laughs> now, I will say this. Everyone should get to the send-off. I mean, sure. 930. Can, yeah. yeah, if you can make it, if you're hanging around the neighborhood and acting like you're working from home, even I though think we all know you're really not. If, if today's any indicator, it will the kids will still be outside uh, at 930, <laughs> 930 anyways. <laughs> yeah. They might as well be able to send them off. Yeah, uh, I was at the send-off at 230 this last week. and uh, Yesterday. Yes, whatever. Come out. I'm telling you, man, these <laughs> weeks are going. It is so fast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so come on out, 9.30 on Friday morning to send these boys and the yellow dog off to Fort Worth for the regional quarterfinal game. And get to Fort Worth. What's the What are the hotel accommodations for the team? Are they, you guys? I don't know yet. We will be staying there Friday night. Uh, we haven't worked all those logistics out yet. I think we'll find out tomorrow. Very good. All right. Well, thank you very much, Coach Joe, for joining us. Do you have anything else you want to get out there? This, this is your show. No, no, no. Just thank you. Thank you to the fans. Uh, it's been a fun ride. We're not finished. Uh, Still no newspaper bit, but whatever. I <laughs> uh, just hope you all will stay with us. Um, you know, this is a really special team, a really special time. And, uh, you know, we, we just can't thank everybody enough for, for supporting us. Um, really excited you guys have Jalen on. Uh, just just made his commitment to the University of North Texas. Couldn't be more proud and excited for him. It's a great fit. Um, you know, they want him to come in and play right away at the point guard position and a great program and coach. So um, he's our floor general. We, we, we love him, and uh, <clears throat> we're really happy for him making that commitment today. So I'm excited for you guys to get to talk to him. And with that said, we will bring on number zero. Number zero. I think he's going to wear number zero. Uh, for the mean green, if if that's, I think that's any indication, you think that's only marketing? I don't know. Well, we can ask what him. That? He's literally what putting the headset Deep on fake? right now. Um, no, I thought it looked great. So Did. congratulations, my man. So make, be sure to get all those headphones in, and you got to talk way into the microphone. Otherwise, people will give us really bad reviews sometimes. <laughs> okay, thank you. Did Grant McCaslin offer you number zero? Um, it was the assistant coach, Coach AC. Coach AC yes. offer you number zero. Yes. You're like, I'm not coming unless I get zero. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I have to have zero. All right. We're going to ask some really hard-hitting questions today. And as long as this number is higher than zero, we're good. GPA, go. <laughs> uh, 3.5 GPA. 3.5. Okay. That's, You're catching Samson. That's really good. You've got one more year to catch Samson. Yeah, um, I don't think I'm catching him. Yeah, I think you will. Uh, do you have to apply to college still? Or do you just like draw a big middle finger? But then, like, subtly put a basketball on it. Like, it's spinning. Are you good? You have to apply. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think <laughs> I just signed the papers. <laughs> you still got to take the tests and still got to get good grades, which you're doing. So, that's perfect. How about this? Um, how many years have you been on the varsity team? Um, so, I came to LH my sophomore year. And as soon as I got to LH, I was on varsity. So, I've been on varsity for two years now. You know, no different than to to be a leader out there on the varsity team. That's fantastic. Where did where did you grow? Um, I kind of grew up in the Irving area throughout. Um, you know, my little days, elementary school. I went to a school called Universal Academy in Irving. Okay, so it's kind of where it all started. So uh, UNT, obviously, verbal commitment today. Um, where will you be playing basketball this summer? Um, I'll be playing with Pro Skills EYBL still. Okay, that's who you played with last summer. Yes. Who all's on there from the from the uh, four star crowd? 
four star. Uh, Whatever star crowd. I don't know. Yeah, we have a kid um, named Jalen Shelley. He's he goes to Preston with. They just won a state championship. Um, He's we, a top five junior. Yeah, we previewed yeah. him earlier in the season. We yeah. did. He plays for my old coach. He does. Yeah, Jody Bass. Oh, okay, yeah, that's nice. He gets a shout out every week. Yeah, he's a I, legend. I texted with him this week. He said we should go play golf. <laughs> <laughs> At Preston true. Trail. That's a true story. Uh, okay. So, Grant McCaslin, who's a former Baylor walk-on and current North Texas coach, what drew you to to North Texas? Um, it was kind of like a family. I like LH a lot. I feel like LH is a great community. It's very big on family. I have a great coach, great supporting staff. Like, my coaching staff at LH is amazing. So, I kind of... When I was looking into a college, I kind of wanted to continue on that. I wanted to have a great staff that supported me and that was with me. And I feel like UNT was definitely really big on that. Like, um, since day one, the support has been amazing. I'm sure you guys have seen them at a lot of the games. He was at the SMU game for sure. Yep. I saw him there on the baseline. Yeah, yeah. They, they text me and, and they're like, we're getting off a plane on the way to your game. And I feel <laughs> like that means a lot to me. It just shows how much support. Uh, what other offers do you hold currently? Um, I have university at, um, university of Alabama at Birmingham and Jackson state. Okay. Well, now that Dion's not there, I mean, yeah, forget that. That's, that's <laughs> kind of out. It's really kind of UAB <laughs> silly and UNT, but congratulations again on making that commitment. I know that that's a huge, uh, weight, a little bit off your show, even though you're very much looking forward to go going there, that's a lot of pressure. And now you've got four games left in your junior year to just relax, focus on the task at ham, hand, and uh, break some ankles. <laughs> forty yard dash time. Uh, I've never ran a forty yard dash, but Do I heard you, I heard the fastest kid at our school ran like a three point four. I think I'm up there with him. That's three I'm gonna points. I'm gonna go ahead and throw a flag on Was that a motorcycle. One. Yeah. Uh, I think, are you faster dribbling a basketball or not? Or are you the same speed? Um, I feel like you can run just as fast. Dribbling. Yeah, I think I can run just as fast. No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think you can. All right. Um, hairstyle. Are we all the team consciously going towards the same hairstyle? Or is this just kind of the end look? Because you and Khalil, Samson had a little bit of it yesterday. Quinn tried it out like in like one game yeah. <laughs> this season. So yeah, is, is this a is this a team look or you you just kind of un, with the end look here? Uh, I feel like this is my individual look, and everyone yeah. likes my individual look, so they try to bite <laughs> my style a little bit. Everybody's stealing your style. Yeah, we've got Arlington Martin in the in the rear view. You played a great game. Thank you. My favorite thing you did was a little uh, little step back um, right after you just absolutely torpedoed the poor defender on that one um and also your your pass to to samson those were those those were the two standouts to me um what what were you what was going on pre martin game mentally after you'd heard oh they're going to be missing more than likely which turned out to be true most of their team most of their starting or well most of their players um what how does that how did that sit with you I kind of felt good about it because, you know, they get what they deserve, like Coach Duff said earlier. They cheated us horrible last year. They beat us, and, you know, I feel like that was the way they acted was terrible. But also I wanted to keep my team level-headed, um, stay locked in no matter what. If they had everyone or if they had nobody, I wanted to approach the game like they were going to have everyone and, you know, 
win the game. Who do you think was out most most for vengeance? Which of your team teammates, and you cannot say Ethan Davis. Anybody but Ethan. Because <laughs> we saw him on the bench. He was mad. <laughs> he was angry. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel like we all we all had it out for him, especially like having, especially the returning varsity guys. Remembering how they did us last year kind of sat with us. So going into this game, we had that on our on our mind. Like we can't let it happen again. Well, you know, my message to the team whenever I was standing there in the send off line was stay focused and uh, leave no doubt. And you guys definitely did that. Now we are going to do a full court press with Jalen Washington. You want me to go on first? the fly. <laughs> on the fly. There's absolutely nothing going. I'll go first. Okay, go. Green or red? Um, red. All right. You hear red. that? You're, You're literally team. a member of the Mean Green right now. Yeah. You understand? That's that, why right? it's a great. That's why it's a great press. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. I haven't made it through yet. That was, was a really sneaky question. Okay, I'm just gonna go um, straight up. Favorite food. <laughs> um, favorite food. I'm very food focused on this podcast, so I would say chicken Alfredo. Chicken Alfredo. Whoa. My daughter loves chicken Alfredo. She's a freshman at Lake Highlands. That's heavy Junior. carbs right there, Jalen. What do you do you do you carb up big time before a game or I mean Or do you keep it light? I keep it light for the most part. Do where's you your, where's your go to for yeah. Alfredo? Chicken Alfredo. Oh, Fettuccine Alfredo. Yeah. Um, what, what where do you like it the best? You can say from your house. That's fine. Yeah, my mom she cooks it really well, but I think I don't know. I've had it from a lot of good, a lot of good places. Oh, so you don't go TV dinner style? Your mom like makes it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh wow, man, my daughter's more of a TV dinner <laughs> chicken Alfredo type of there girl. There's no way there's a TV dinner in your house. Is that true? Yeah, of course. All right, not All like right. a hungry man. It's not like Salisbury steak and corn and mashed potatoes. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think they make those anymore. Not like a Swanson's with like the <laughs> undiscoverable uh, apple cinnamon crisp thing in it. Yeah, that's a weird dessert. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. All right, favorite movie. Um, Home Alone. All right, nice. That's a good one. I like a little Macaulay Culkin action. Did you what? Did you take some Christmas pills before you came over? You're asking Red and Green, and now he's answering Home Alone. There's just like some sort of thing going on about Christmas. I don't know that that's like a, there's Christmas lights in the basement. I, I don't know that there's a direct correlation with that. <laughs> with your question and his, so answer. you're saying Home Alone, the original? Yes. Are you scared of Joe Pesci? I uh, know. That's the, that's Are you the, scared that's of Daniel guy. Stern? Is that the one who walked in the house? He's, He's the, the little guy. With the tooth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Not okay. Of. Are you scared I'm a little of Daniel scared of Stern? Pesci. He's tall. No, no, no. Okay, good. Uh, okay, favorite music? Either song or artist? Mm, or both? I would say Drake or like J. Cole. It's more calm vibes. Do you like DJ Mac playing music in the timeouts? Um. Yeah, he does good. Some sometimes he lacks, but for the most part, he does great. Ooh, Ooh. shot at DJ, DJ Mac. Mac's okay. getting a shot. Watch I, out! I referred to DJ Mac as the inside source for Lake Highlands basketball <laughs> yesterday morning when I was trying to get scoop on the, uh, on, the on, Martin on the Martin situation and appeals. Um, right, last full court press question. Last, this is the big one. Last full court press question. Uh, what's your favorite subject? Good question. He likes the them best. all so much. Yeah. Um, can't say before coming into my junior year, I would say science, but then like now that I'm in physics, I don't like it too much. That stuff's really hard. Yeah, it is. It's a lot. So well, I, I'll say pre-cal. Pre-cal's been going great for me. Wow. Yeah. I love calculus, dude. Three fives and calculus and physics. I legitimately love calculus. Do you still like it today? No. So I <laughs> I got a five on my calculus AP exam. So I placed out of calculus in college. And then my first class in college, very first class, was calculus two. 8.30 in the morning, 
sit down at the front, teachers up at the board, drawing stuff up. I literally have no idea, no idea what he's doing at all. I got up in the middle of class, left, and went and dropped the class at the registrar. <laughs> I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. Who studies the most film on the team? I would say Quentin watches a lot of film. I watch a lot of film. Trey watches a lot of film. Ooh, I got a good one. Hold on. Who watches the least amount? Don't say Ethan Davis. We're out of, <laughs> we're out of the full court press now. Whoa, that, whoa. Isaiah yeah. Tate. He but, watches the least amount. Oh, <laughs> mo whoa. But he's got glasses. It seems like he should watch the most. Yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> um, okay, so you and Quentin and Trey, at the end of the Plano East game, were kind of huddled up. You don't have to tell me what you said, but I'm going to ask it anyways. What were you guys talking about? Um, I kind of pulled my team together or pulled them two together because I know that we're key pieces to making this team go, and I just let them know, like, you know, I people can see we kind of had a disagreement in the game, and I would just let my teammates know, like, this can't happen no matter what adversity we face, what we go through. Um, we have to continue to fight our uphill battles together. We have to stick together no matter what circumstances the game comes to. We just have to stick together. Yeah, and I think, you know, again, we talked about last week with Coach Joe about accountability. And I've seen you guys talk like that to each other a lot this season. And I don't see it as a bad thing at all. I don't think no. you're in an argument. It is like a team. It's like, hey, look, man, I need you to do this. Okay, I got you. I'm going to do it. Like, that was my bad. I'm, you know, I'm, I got to figure it out next time. Um, and so has, how has that sort of affected your basketball playing, having that cohesive team together? It, it helps us a lot because we can chew each other out without getting frustrated. Some kids may chew each other out. And it may lead to frustration and kids not playing. But at the end of the day, we all have the same goal. We all just want to win. So when we chew each other out, we know it's not to get on you. It's just to better you and help you and pick you up. Player-to-player accountability. That is the sign of a great team. That's on one of Coach Joe's stone tablets. That's right. (laughs) One of the three commandments of Coach Joe. That's right. Are right. you are you looking forward to your to your trip to Fort Worth this weekend? Yes, I'm very. I'm Have you very been excited. to Fort Worth before? Yeah, I've been. <laughs> <laughs> Have you played basketball at Wilkes Grimes Arena or whatever? It's called is? an activity center. No, I've never been. What do they have? The gymnastics there also? I don't know why it's called an a, activity center. Do they have a foam pit? I don't. Uh, okay, well, we are going to thank Jalen Washington for coming on the program. Thank you. Yes, thank you for having me. Turn it up on uh, Friday night and Saturday afternoon. Uh, all the kids, they're crazy about you. They are. I've got several of them in my home that talk about you all the time. Um, so they're very excited. And also they're aware that you are going to North Texas, which means that I will be having to drive to Denton in approximately <laughs> two years for, uh, you're going to have to buy the college basketball package on TV. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be so much better for me. Yeah, no doubt. All right. Well, we're going to get out of your hair here. Uh, please follow us at Lake Hooplands on Twitter, on Instagram, on YouTube. This is an audio-only program, so we will not be posting this to YouTube, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't listen. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Tritex Cabinets. It's www.tritexcabinets.com. Give Trey Chapman a call. Get yourself a trophy cabinet. We're going to get one. Jalen's going to get one. Coach Joe's going to get one. That gold ball is going to stay here. It's not going to get recycled. Uh, And we are going to see you next week. Adios. Adios.